T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Little autumn in the air in these parts. And Steve Carney joining us. And, of course, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. He's been visiting with us for years here on the weekend about the great outdoors. And, Steve, this is prime time for you. You love this. I do. Good afternoon, Steve. I am loving this weather. It is just awesome. I was out uh, on the water this morning about 45 minutes before the sun came up, and it was a beautiful full moon, and it was a fabulous morning to be out. And, these walleyes just started getting snappy here in the last couple days. The water temperatures dropped down to 70 degrees, and the key is to get out there in the morning, at least an hour before the sun comes up. And I've been pulling crankbaits early, and you get about a two-hour bite in the morning. And then once the sun's up, and it's pretty much over. But if you can get out about an hour before the sun comes up, it's prime time. They're up shallow, and it's really been good the last couple times out this week. I can sense the enthusiasm in your voice, Steve. It, it, well, thank it, you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, you, you're always in a good mood, but right now you you can tell they're biting. I am in such a good mood, Steve. There's so much going on this week. You know, we just got some information on the pheasant road counts from August and the pheasant count is supposedly up about 18 percent. I would take that with a grain of salt. I mean, we really don't know what's going on with the pheasants until we start getting the harvest happening, get some of the standing corn in, get the beans in, and then you start to see really what the numbers are. And I've had a lot of conflicting reports all over the Dakotas and Minnesota on areas that had a late hatch. Some had a lot of rain and hail and a poor hatch, and so it's kind of all over the board, but I I think it's optimistic somewhat. Um, You know, a lot of times these hen pheasants will have a second nest. You know, if if the first one uh, doesn't happen, they will re-nest again. And what the problem with that is the birds are so uncolored by fall that it's hard to tell a rooster from a hen, so there might be some of that as well. But um, I guess it's good news overall, and, uh, you know, we'll know probably in maybe three weeks when that harvest starts and these birds start getting out of that heavy cover, then then we'll, you know, have a little bit better handle on it. Yeah, and uh, Steve, there, it, it, it's all about habitat uh, when it comes to pheasants or, or, or duck hunting and success for that matter. And uh, pheasant hunting, the, the habitat situation is simple. When, when, when there's habitat and the weather cooperates, the numbers are there. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, and habitat's been disappearing at an alarming rate in the last 25, 30 years. And you know, I've kind of changed my, my pheasant type of hunting, Steve. Now I, I avoid all the really cliche areas like Huron and Aberdeen and, you know, areas in western Minnesota, Ortonville, places that get hit, you know, that are kind of well-known. And I get away from those areas and try to go to more obscure parts of Minnesota farther to the northwest, uh, farther north in North Dakota, a little bit more northeast in South Dakota, and get away from these very well-known areas, and you will get your birds. You're just you're going to end up 
hunting in areas that don't really have the numbers that the more well-known and cliche areas have, but it's easier to get on property in areas that are kind of off the radar, so to speak. So you're going to see less birds, but you're still going to get your birds. So that's, that's what I've been doing kind of because of this habitat loss and water loss and water quality and all the things that have happened throughout the Midwest. I've just kind of changed a little bit more in that direction and you know, you're going to end up walking a little bit farther, but you'll get your birds if you put in your time. All right, you've been spending time in the woods, hanging stands, getting ready for the bull hunt. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts at this moment? Um, I'm absolutely uh, upside down, Steve. It starts next Saturday, and I only have like six days to prepare, and um, I'm already losing sleep, but that's kind of typical. I've got my stands up, ground blinds are up. Um, the deer have been just pounding the cornfields, have been pounding all the soy, soybeans, and the numbers look good. I'm really looking excited for that. Um, also doing a little scouting for ducks right now. That opens in two weeks. Not seeing a lot of birds. I'm, I'm a, just a little bit uh, disappointed about that, and it could have something to do with the early teal season. Um, you know, the disruption, you know, three weeks before our regular season. We have the youth season coming up here. So a uh, little concerned about that, but, you know, we'll just have to see how that shakes out, too. Um, I just I like to see the birds, you know, concentrating now and, and see groups, and I'm really not. But, you know, hopefully that's going to change. I, re- I really hope that does. The, the one thing I look forward to about the fall is the wood ducks swing in and they clean up the acorns in my backyard because i got a lot of old bur oaks right along the river, and they dump a bumper crop of acorns. And I love it in, in that short stretch where the wood ducks are moving through uh, downriver and uh, swoop in, and probably four or five days in a row, they're very skittish. They'll come yeah. in, they'll get after those acorns, and then any sort of movement or... Uh, and, and they're gone. So uh, when, when the wood ducks are here, please don't disturb the wood ducks. Let them clean up the acorns for me. Steve, I don't understand how a wood duck can swallow an acorn. That thing know, is huge. And they'll yeah. sometimes have six or seven acorns in their throat, and it's like how they get those down, I have no idea, because they're whole, they're not you know, crushed, and they swallow them yeah. down. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it, it is extraordinary, and like I say, I, I I have some old oaks. It is the real deal of acorn production in my backyard, and the, the wood ducks, I'm so glad to see them, and they'll come in 25, 30 at a time, and yeah, they, it, it's an really cool bird. to see. Yeah, yeah you know, they, they try to do surveys, you know, on ducks by flying, you know, over and taking, you know, photographs and trying to get an idea of ducks, but wood ducks are so elusive and they like backwater areas and areas that you can't see from the air. And it's very hard to determine the wood duck population because they are. They're very skittish, and they're always in these back areas. And, you know, they're just such an amazing bird. That is my favorite duck by far. And, you know, that bird is probably one of the most harvested birds in Minnesota uh, with a good population. And, yeah, they are not only are they beautiful, they're beautiful on the wing. Yeah, and I, I'm going to take photos when they're in here. But even standing in the window taking a photo can spook them and, and send them out of there. And I, I want to make sure they get a full meal of acorns in my backyard uh, before they move on. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Where are you going to be in the coming week? 
I'm going crazy here, Steve. I'll be on the water this week as well, very early in the morning, and then finalizing some duck stuff and, you know, making sure the bow stuff's ready to go. So it's a busy week, but, again, I love this time of the year. And, you know, we almost have an opening day almost every weekend in September and October. That's what makes it so exciting. So on we go. All right, sleep when you can, my friend. You got it, Steve-O. <laughs> All right. Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors joining us each and every Saturday. has been uh, joining us on the weekends for years. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.